Hello, mummers, Laura here, and today we are chatting about redefining yourself after birth. Enjoy! Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physio Laura. Hello, mummers, and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. Today, we are kicking off with episode two in the Matrescence series, diving into the identity crises that may present themselves as you journey through motherhood. Now, this is episode two of a five-part Matrescence series with the wonderful Nikki McCann, our beautiful Matrescence educator. Now, make sure you go back and listen to episode one if you haven't already, because in this first episode, we define exactly what Matrescence is and the different physical, social, emotional, and biological changes that occur as you transition from woman to mother. Now, in today's episode, Nikki discusses all the questions that often pop up for women after birth and why this is a completely normal and appropriate part of the matrescence transition and not something to be frightened of. So Nikki will discuss how relationships change, identities and values are questioned, and how this transition is not a one-off, but instead a lifelong matrescence journey. There is so much important content coming up in this matrescence series. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that you don't miss out. In this matrescence series, we'll be chatting about how we can help women to honor and respect this transition, practical tools and tips to help cushion the transition into motherhood, why the current societal expectations around bouncing back after birth need to be changed, managing the mental load of motherhood, and so much more. We also have a bonus sixth episode exclusively available to members inside the Pregnancy Posse where Nikki answers member questions around managing stress and anxiety, adjusting to a change in relationship with your partner after birth, and how we can lean more into our feminine energy to help bring more peace, calm, and balance into our motherhood journey. Now, this entire podcast series and all our other podcast series, along with all the exclusive member-only content, is all live right now inside the Pregnancy Posse. So if you'd love to access all the bonus content and listen to or watch this entire podcast series right now, rather than waiting for future episodes to come out, please do go check out The Pregnancy Posse. I've personally taken my years of experience helping pregnant and postnatal women as a women's health physiotherapist and turned it into an easy to understand online program. So when you join the Pregnancy Posse, I will guide you week by week through your pregnancy with safe weekly workouts tailored to your specific week of pregnancy. I also do a weekly Q&A session where I answer every single question from my wonderful Posse members to help them avoid that dreaded Google rabbit hole. There's also a lovely community forum where Posse members all support each other, along with an extensive resources library, which helps to educate you on all topics related to pregnancy, birth, and the postpartum period. I would love to help you have a healthy, active, pain-free pregnancy. So just head over to thepregnancyposse.com to see what the Pregnancy Posse is all about and to trial it for seven days. Now, let's get into episode two of our five-part matrescence series. You are going to love today's chat with Nikki as we discuss a topic that so many women will understand, identities and redefining yourself after birth. Enjoy. When we're talking about biology and you were saying how... Uh, even those women who don't have 
their own biological children, how they still experience this um, passage of matrescence. Could you delve into that a little bit more for those women who might be interested in that? Yeah. Well, I think it's that's really it's a really important piece because motherhood and parenting isn't just about biology. It's about so it's about so much more. Mm-hmm. And like the strength of um the attachment that we have with the child, the strength of the relationship is um not dependent on whether or not we physically carry that child and, and give birth to them. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, you know, we might have, I know for me, I had my birth mother wasn't particularly maternal and I didn't have a really great relationship with her. So I think it's just important to acknowledge that because we all come to parenting from, you know, different um backgrounds different situations and I think it's just really important when we're talking about you know the brain changes is that's not the be all and end all that isn't the thing that makes you a good mom a good mom in inverted commas you know it's um it's just a sort of one piece of the puzzle so I again kind of like going back to what we were talking about before like matrescence is a universal experience but each person's like the details of each person's experience is going to be unique to them um we talk about matrescence as being something that starts like preconception. So when you're even just have the idea of like, Mm. Oh, I could be a mother and and what's that journey going to be like for me, that, that journey to conception is going to be really different as well for each woman. You know, she might um, have difficulty conceiving. She might experience miscarriage. She might, Um, find it quite easy but then she might find you know the next stage quite hard each person's experience is going to be different but yeah I do just think it's really important just to recognize that this isn't a biological process this isn't that you just carry a baby give birth and oh you're a mother it's so much more involved than that and it's also a bit of a voluntary process as to how much you want to lean into it as we were talking Mm. before you know there's so much pressure to um, bounce back and to go back to who you were before and to remain unchanged. Whereas I think some people might feel the pressure to try and go back to who they were and and maybe like shy away from it, but you can also like lean into it. and, And as we were talking about, like let it transform you. So it's somewhat voluntary how much you want to kind of lean into it. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I know you said it um, before the show that matrescence is also not something that you just go through once and you finish. It's not like a start stop. (laughs) It's ongoing. Um, Could you delve into that a little bit more? I know you were saying, you know, when you become a grandmother and your children are having children, that's just like another Mm. cycle or another version of matrescence. Is that right? Yeah. So matrescence based on what my teacher, Dr. Aurelie Athen, has found is that they don't know if it ends. Like it's it's potentially something that's lifelong because we become a mother and, as you said, we might be parenting a newborn. That's a very different experience to parenting a four-year-old, which is a very different experience to parenting a teenager, which is a very different experience to parenting an adult. So for, for the rest of our lives potentially, we're going to be transitioning through the different phases alongside our children as they grow so 
our identity might be shifting again when our kids go to school. And that's pretty common from what I've heard from a lot of women whose children go to school. Perhaps that means that they're spending more time by themselves or they're returning back to work. There might be another identity piece that happens then. And mm. again, when they're teenagers or when they're adults or when we become grandmothers, we're, we're always going to be shifting through our matrescence journey, it's going to be taking us on different angles. Mm. Um, and I really love the idea of embracing our own personal, I talk about our own personal and spiritual kind of development alongside our children because mm. they are the kind of um, catalyst for us growing and changing. And we always, you know, I think there's this big kind of focus on where the parents and we teach the children and we help them grow. But I, my son has like <laughs> made me grow more than any other person or experience oh. in my life. And he is constantly pushing me mm. to grow and change and evolve and think about who I want to be and how I, how I want to react in situations. Like they're just constantly causing us creating our own kind of evolution alongside theirs. Yes, um, if we let it, which I think is probably yeah the point really, isn't it? Like if we mm-hmm. really let that be, I agree, children are the biggest teachers. Like my son has taught me, I don't know if I've taught him anything. <laughs> He's taught me everything. <laughs> yeah, they're, um, they're full on. And the other really kind of like beautiful thing that I think kind of comes through matrescence and, and not for, for everybody, but um, certainly happened through my experience. And I think it's important to talk about is that when we become parents, there can be like a really reliving and a regrieving or a reconnection to our experience when we were children. And for me, that's been one of the beautiful gifts that has come through motherhood is being able to reconnect with my experience as a little child and Mm. what that was like for me. And I feel like um, that's another really beautiful way to connect with your child and to let your inner child come out with them and, you know, almost reparent yourself and your inner child alongside your child Mm. Um, because sometimes you know the process of becoming a mother makes us confront some of the things that happened in our own childhood maybe the relationship that we had with our mother Um, so that's another thing that can kind of come up I guess through Mm. through this process Um, and it was really interesting for me when I became a mother I'd be keen to know if you had the same experience is that there was Um, almost this uh, like really like I don't want to say primal but that's probably not the right word but this urge to connect with other women did you feel that yeah yeah Yeah. I would I would agree with that um and for me I think for me a a big um connection that I really strengthened was with my own mum as well um like I felt which I'd never really felt so much before, but a real like emotional reliance on her, which I hadn't experienced pre-children. And I just really all of a sudden was like, I want my mum. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, yeah. And I've heard a lot of women say that. Um, and I, I always um, give a little story of 
uh, I've, I've rarely been sick before, but when I, I had like a 24 hour stomach bug and my husband was amazing. Like he just did everything according to the book that you should do. If someone is sick, he gave me hydrolyte, you know, he ran a shower, like he did all the things. And I just, I remember being like, I'm a fully grown woman. And all I was saying was just call my mom. Yeah. <laughs> All I wanted was someone to like rub my back. I, I, I didn't yeah. care for the hydrolyte. Yeah. So I found that really interesting Yeah. to all of a sudden, yeah, like crave that maternal energy yeah. um, around me. And I definitely like love mother's group and love having other women with children surrounding me. And um, yes, I've definitely craved that more like feminine maternal energy since I've had children. I'm curious to know, did you know about matrescence when you had your son or is this something that's come up since <laughs> having him? Yeah, no, I feel like I, um, no, I definitely did not. And I had a really tough time. So I feel like I really was like initiated into motherhood and matrescence by fire. <laughs> like I, um, I was so unprepared for, for motherhood. Um, I was prepared to have a baby, but I wasn't prepared to for how I would be changed by this mm. experience. Um, and I had my son um, prior to that. I was um, working as a learning and development manager and I was very, very much had my identity wrapped up in my career. I had come from a situation where I had dropped out of school when I was 16 and had to like claw my way through working and then within 10 years was like earning six figures and was like a learning development manager. I had like fancy business cards and I got to go to meetings and I felt like important. <laughs> and so I really tied up my self-worth in I've, this is who I am, you know, mm. my career. And I was very also wrapped up in like my physical appearance. I was very like polished and I'd wear like cue dresses. And I was like, you know, it thought that that was who I was. And then when I became a mum, all of that stuff was taken from me in one sort of foul swoop. Mm. And I could see for the first time ever that I'd been using these things as a way to kind of plug the holes of my self-worth. They were like mm. kind of band-aids over bullet wounds and then suddenly all the band-aids had been ripped off and I was like, ah, um, you know, <laughs> really like, oh my God. Um, so it was a really big, um, big transformation for me, but I did um, lean into it and, and really try and, um, embrace it not all not always and and definitely wasn't a pretty journey like I had postnatal depression when my son was six months old um but through going through that process I have come come through it as a completely different person and with a much stronger um sense of worthiness that's not based on my identity as a I do this for work or mm. I look like this or I'm friends with this person or whatever. It's, it's about a more sort of healthier version. Mm. And also I think um, just more, um, 
I don't say like confident, but more sure of myself. I know who I am now. Whereas Mm -hmm. before it was like kind of like walking around with a mask on Mm -hmm. and you're like, you know, this is who I am. Motherhood kind of like rips that mask from you and shows you like who you are. It shows you all these new parts of yourself that maybe you've never met before. And that can be really confronting because sometimes they're not always the nicest parts either. You know, you see what you're like when you've got no sleep. Mm -hmm. You see what you're like when you're feeling super stressed. And the same thing with your partner. You're going to see sides of them um, that maybe you haven't seen before. There's this real kind of like unmasking um, through matrescence. And that can be daunting, but I think it's also, again, like something to be something to lean into and yeah. um yeah I love every single thing you just said about that and I just think that's really beautiful and as much as it was ugly and messy it probably still is like I don't necessarily <laughs> think that stops it's probably just less ugly and less messy yeah, yeah. but I actually think that's so beautiful and I just think so many women listening to this will actually really resonate with that I think we're told to define ourselves by our careers mm. and you know the first thing you ask someone when you meet them is often oh what do you do for work mm. and there's something about stripping that back and not having your worth and your confidence and your identity tied up in external factors because they can so easily be ripped from you. Whereas if you just know yourself and you love yourself and you're confident in yourself at your core, regardless of where you live, what you do for work, whether you wear a cue dress or not, like it's just, (laughs) I was just picturing you when you said that. I was like, what, you mean you don't do the housework? No, not anymore. Yeah, but as you said, I feel like, you know, we're conditioned from such a young age to be like this. And then um, when you have that taken away from you, if you've, uh, you know, overly identified with those things, it can be a really confronting process. It is not mm. pretty. It is, it's, it's, it's hard. Mm. But like we were talking about, like leaning into that and going, okay, well, like, let me see who, who, who is, underneath all of that like who's Mm. the authentic me and really embracing all sides of yourself even the parts that maybe aren't so like pretty you know Mm. the parts of you that are when you're tired how you are or Mm. um you know there's there's so much that just kind of gets like exposed like through this experience and that can be why it's so um overwhelming Mm. um but I do think it's a it's a gift if we want to lean Absolutely. into it. And what I love is that women listening to this will most likely be pregnant and there's just something really beautiful about giving them this knowledge and giving them this understanding and language around it mm. so that they are in a way prepared for what might happen and how they might feel post-birth rather than it being <laughs> like a force, you know, feel mm. thrown on top of them like you had in your experience. Mm. Just having that slight heads up. Mm. Or like you said, just language around it. I just think that is super, super helpful. It doesn't mean it's going to stop you from going through a potentially messy, ugly, uncomfortable experience, but it just means that all of a sudden you're like, okay, I I knew this might happen. I knew (laughs) I might be feeling a little bit awkward and like not myself and wondering where to from here. But there's just something beautiful about having that knowledge and power beforehand. So you just know what to expect, I guess. And Mm. Um, you maybe don't question it as much. You you sort of lean into it from the get-go rather than resist it and question it. Hey, mamas, Laura here. I'm sure so many of you can relate to today's episode about redefining yourself after birth. 
Personally, motherhood has been the absolute biggest self-development catalyst. I found that since becoming a mum, I just feel such a responsibility to live a purposeful and authentic life so that I can role model that to my children because that's what I want for them. I don't want them to do what they think they should do, to work in a job that they think they should have to be in relationships with people where they don't feel they can express themselves authentically. And I can't ask that of them if I'm not already doing that myself. So I feel a big identity shift since becoming a mum, And I hope that some of what Nikki and I spoke about in today's podcast really resonated with you too. Now, if you would like to learn more from Nikki or check out her amazing resources, you can find her on Instagram at Dear Mama Project. I'd also love to hear from you over on my socials at PhysioLaura and let me know your favorite learnings from this episode or if you've personally experienced this identity shift after birth. Now, in the next few episodes of this Matrescence series, we will be chatting with Nikki about tips and tricks to cushion the transition into motherhood, why the current societal expectations around mums bouncing back is toxic and needs to change and managing the mental load of motherhood. And if you haven't already, just subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes in this amazing series. Now, if you love today's episode and you want to dive right into the next three episodes in this Matrescent series, you can find this entire series along with all our other podcast series live right now inside the Pregnancy Posse. So for most series of the podcast, we also do record exclusive bonus content for Pregnancy Posse members only. And in the bonus member only episode for this Matrescent series, Nikki talks us through managing stress and anxiety, adjusting to a new relationship with your partner after birth and ways that we can step more into our feminine flow energy once we become a mum. Inside the Pregnancy Posse, you'll also find weekly guided pregnancy workouts, an extensive resources library on birth preparation, pelvic floor exercises and managing pregnancy aches and pains, plus a wonderful community forum and weekly Q&A sessions with me. Now, I would love to help you have a wonderful pregnancy, birth and postnatal experience. So just visit thepregnancyposse.com to see what the Pregnancy Posse is all about and to trial it for seven days. I will catch you soon for episode three in this five-part matrescence series where we'll be chatting about the best ways to help you prepare for the postpartum period. Until then, mamas, sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes and enjoy the incredible journey that is pregnancy. Pregnancy.